Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of Leviticus. The Lord said to Moses, These are the festivals of the Lord, which you shall celebrate all at the proper time with a sacred assembly. The Passover of the Lord falls on the fourteenth day of the first month at the evening twilight. The fifteenth day of this month is the Lord's feast of unleavened bread. For seven days you shall eat unleavened bread. On the first of these days you shall hold a sacred assembly and do no sort of work. On each of the seven days you shall offer an oblation to the Lord. Then on the seventh day you shall again hold a sacred assembly and do no sort of work. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the children of Israel and tell them, When you come into the land which I am giving you and reap your harvest, you shall bring a sheaf of the first fruits of your harvest to the priest, who shall wave the sheaf before the Lord, that it may be acceptable for you. On the day after the Sabbath, the priest shall do this. Beginning with the day after the Sabbath, the day on which you bring the wave offering sheaf, you shall count seven full weeks. And then on the day after the seventh week, the fiftieth day, you shall present the new cereal offering to the Lord. The tenth of this seventh month is the day of atonement, when you shall hold a sacred assembly and mortify yourselves and offer an oblation to the Lord. The fifteenth day of this seventh month is the Lord's Feast of Booths which shall continue for seven days. On the first day there shall be a sacred assembly, and you shall do no sort of work. For seven days you shall offer an oblation to the Lord, and on the eighth day you shall again hold a sacred assembly and offer an oblation to the Lord. On that solemn closing you shall do no sort of work. These, therefore, are the festivals of the Lord, on which you shall proclaim a sacred assembly and offer as an oblation to the Lord burnt offerings and cereal offerings, sacrifices and libations, as prescribed for each day. The Word of the Lord. Sing with joy to God our help. Take up a melody and sound the timbrel, the pleasant harp and the lyre. Blow the trumpet at the new moon, at the full moon, on our solemn feast. For it is a statute in Israel, an ordinance of the God of Jacob, who made it a decree for Joseph when he came forth from the land of Egypt. There shall be no strange God among you, nor shall you worship any alien God. I, the Lord, am your God, who led you forth from the land of Egypt. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus came to his native place and taught the people in their synagogue. They were astonished and said, Where did this man get such wisdom and mighty deeds? Is he not the carpenter's son? Is not his mother named Mary and his brothers James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? Are not his sisters all with us? Where did this man get all this? And they took offense at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his native place and in his own house. And he did not work many mighty deeds there because of their lack of faith. The Gospel of the Lord. Recall that the Jews were in a hurry to flee Egypt and had no time for their dough to ferment with yeast. So they ate unleavened bread. Then, 50 days after that Passover, they had another feast, a harvest festival. The Jews called it weeks, seven weeks. The Greek word for that is Pentecost. 
Then in the fall, the Jews would assemble for another harvest festival called booths or tabernacles. We find these sacred assemblies mentioned in Leviticus, the Old Testament book that lays down the rules and regulations for Jewish worship. It's interesting that the New Testament mentions these feasts. It mentions that Christ traveled to Jerusalem for them and that he died at one of them. This reveals that the Christ story is not made up. No, Christ was a a real historical figure, a first century Jew who lived in Israel. The gospel writers then did not write fiction. They reported a story. They were not novelists. They were witnesses and journalists. I was in Israel some years back before I went into the seminary. I was there during Holy Week and Easter, which coincided with the Jewish Passover and the week-long feast of unleavened bread. In Jerusalem, we stayed in a big hotel with two towers. On one side, all the Jewish pilgrims in for the Passover stayed, and non-Jews stayed in the other tower. During our stay at the hotel, no bread was served. You see, the book of Leviticus instructs Jews to sweep their houses of all yeast in preparation for the feast. So any bread that was eaten that week was unleavened, like the bread eaten at Holy Mass. One late afternoon on our side of the hotel, my mother and I were sitting in the lobby. We had a glass of wine and some packaged crackers, the, the orange ones with the peanut butter in them. The priest in charge of our tour, Father Pacwa from EWTN, was also in the lobby. He was giving an interview, but he kept looking over at us while he spoke to the reporter. My mom said, well, maybe he wants to join us for happy hour. He interrupted his interview and walked over to our table, and he said, you need to get rid of those crackers. And I said, what for? And he said, they have yeast in them. And I said, really? They're skinny. He rolled his eyes and said, get rid of them. Not five minutes later, a very stern-looking Jewish gentleman came marching through the lobby. His hands were behind his back as he marched, looking back and forth as he walked past us. After he exited, I asked Father Pacwa, well, who was that guy? And Father Pacwa said, that was the yeast police. And I laughed, and I said, the yeast police? And he said, no, really, that was the yeast police. And you could have gotten into trouble, maybe kicked out of the hotel, if not the country. The yeast policeman was and is a witness, as are all Jewish people who keep the old law that Christ came to fulfill. They are living witnesses that Christ came from a particular chosen people at a particular time in history. And so the story is not made up. We, the new chosen people, come from the Jews. Holy Mass, then, our sacred assembly is very Jewish. And this makes us living witnesses. For Christ, our true Passover, has been sacrificed. He then lays down the rules and regulations on how to worship him. And he lays down his life giving us his body. 
in the form of unleavened bread. <laughs>